Hey, how are you? Hi. You took a second to start talking there, and I was like, am I supposed to do the, am I supposed to say hi? I never said <laughs> hi first. <laughs> I really didn't think that I took that long, but, you know. It was like a half second. You got to shake things <laughs> up from time like to time. Ever. You do. You got to keep me on my toes. Um, speaking of. You know, keep things interesting. <laughs> I was like, speaking of, uh, I just got my first Amazon Fresh delivery, I, and uh, everything came, and it would mm-hmm. took two hours, so that was nice and quick. Um, I basically I wanted some. Well, I've been kind of eating not well the past couple days, and so I wanted mm-hmm. to like restock or get ready for smoothies for breakfast, which I've been doing. And yeah. uh, I needed spinach and maybe some more almond milk but really spinach and so I was like all right I don't really feel like going to the store just for spinach and so I was like I wonder if Amazon can like deliver it to me quickly I mean I don't need it until the morning but you know so then I went through and I just got you know a handful of things and it came in like two hours I watched a movie I I read a little bit outside I took a nap and here we are my stuff's here what a day it's Monday but it feels like that's that's a real Sunday because it feels like Sunday yeah we didn't work today you know how it is but yeah no I mean the Amazon fresh is like very dangerous because obviously I like don't love supporting Amazon but it really is just so nice Mm -hmm. like every time I'm like "Mm, I could just use some cheese sticks and then I'm like I might as well fill out $35 which is why my freezer's full of shit right it's like I'll get some cheese sticks, and I'll get an avocado, and I get some lettuce for Paddington, and then I guess a pack of frozen chicken breasts, and we're good to go. And now I just have a ton of chicken in my fridge, yeah. which is not a bad place to be. See, during <laughs> quarantine, I've been, like, working through the reserve, so I really didn't have much frozen food. So I was like, mm. all right, I'll get some frozen, like, vegetables just to, like, have on hand. Uh, yes. Mike and I made I Bon Appetit's best chicken parm last night. So it looks so I have good. So much chicken parm. <laughs> well, I have I have three cutlets, but they're huge of chicken parm, so that'll last me. And then we also made uh, Bon Appetit's penny alla vodka or rigatoni mm-hmm. alla vodka. Terrible. The other day. <laughs> and so I have that as well. So I'm like, all right, I don't need a ton of groceries, but I can easily get to $35. Like I even got some like extra, like we were running out of cleaning spray. And I was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll restock on that. That'll get me over the, the $35 limit. So, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it's just really easy. It's really easy. Super. It's dangerous. How have you been? But. You've been good. I just got back from the mountains. I was going to say, you look very refreshed. Your eyebrows look I'm very good. refreshed. Thanks. I plucked them. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy what a difference it makes. Honestly, I hadn't like, I mean, it's not like I just let myself completely go over quarantine, but like, come on, who's like looking at my eyebrows? Um, I think I've and worn I was a like, bra on two occasions in the past. No, well, I like, mean, besides like sports bras. Shameful. I wear like sports bras. I haven't bras worn a real bra every day, but I've worn a real bra twice now. One of the days was yesterday. No, I can't think of a single time. And I really, well, sometimes it's like the two times has been because the type of dress that I was wearing would look better right. with a bra. Um, right. right. So, like, because yesterday I've I was worn wearing sports this, bras like, or just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I was wearing this, like, prairie looking dress and yeah, it I was, like, smocked on the top. <laughs> and I just feel like sometimes you need a little, 
Need a little help. I don't know. A uh, great conversation point for me. I mean, if we're going to talk about our bras, I'm wearing my new Skims bra right yes, now. Yes. You texted me that you oh, so heavenly. cozy. <laughs> it's not it even really from good. the cozy collection. <laughs> not even from the cozy she collection. Has... I did peek at the cozy collection because it's restocking soon. And new colors. I'm sure you get the emails. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you have a alarm set, but well, she's been posting about how there's like the summer mesh, and I was like, I have the naked yeah. bra, which which is a mesh bra. That's the only bra I've worn mm-hmm. during quarantine, and I'm like, how is that different? I think the summer mesh. I know the ones that I saw didn't have like underwire. Underwire. Yeah, I think they're just bralettes and like a little thicker straps. That Kim Kardashian. Which is to say, she knows how I to should. market. Man, the thing is, and you've said this, and a lot of people have said this to me when I said I got a Skims bra and that I love it. Everyone's like, I mean, you got to, like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like especially with this shit. If I'm going to trust anyone, it's Kim yes. Kardashian with shapewear or with any sort of, like, underwear situation. Like, I've thought about getting her fashion tape, and I'm like, I have no, like, I have no situation where I need my boobs, like, taped up like that like she has like i'm not wearing no. those kind of dresses and tops deep plunge no. <laughs> like that but you do you are like if she, she knows what she's doing yeah so there's that i did i got this bra and i was like there's no way this is gonna fit like i pulled it out of the packaging and then it's like it, i put it on it fits perfectly sisterhood like, of the traveling dream. bra maybe Sisterhood of the Traveling Bra, absolutely. <laughs> Send it to me and I'll wear it around town. <laughs> How fun. I feel like that's like maybe a step too far. Like at least pants, there's like a layer in between. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's great. I'm glad that you're enjoying your skims. I have like the... I mean, I got it today. Maybe it ages terribly, but... <laughs> yeah, I have two. I have one of the cotton ones that basically it's so soft. It's like a super soft t-shirt and it has an underwire. And oh, I guess okay. I've worn three. I've worn a bra three times during quarantine. Then, uh, so yeah, good job, Kim Kardashian yeah. West. Well done. Good job, Kim. You know, and I'm glad that she's finally getting recognition. You know, like a podcast like ours can really do a lot for Kim Kardashian West's line. <laughs> you know, <laughs> haters are gonna hate regardless of what we say. That's what I have to. That's I mean. By. She's yeah. Well, and then the other thing that I really do appreciate is she could she could gouge us on this. They're not that and it's expensive. It's like thirty bucks. Yeah. It's not that expensive. This is worth thirty bucks. Yeah. When <laughs> I bought, so I when the Naked Collection first came out, I bought some to try in sizes and was like, I don't know. I bought the Cozy Collection and was like, I bought the white color and I think I I put it on thinking I'd magically look like Kim Kardashian West. Shockingly, um, we look a little different. And so, <laughs> well, that's one thing I love. Sorry to interrupt about the website is you can see it in your size. It's like there's a little button that says see it in your size and you can see like models that are where your size wearing it. And so I'm like, OK, well, if the model looks bad, then I'm not buying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was like the white specifically. Like, yeah, I'm pale enough that white doesn't always look like a slam dunk on me. I think maybe black cozy collection would be fun, but also is like. How much money do I need to spend on the cozy collection? Right. Anywho. On cozy collection. <laughs> uh, I mean, you probably, when did you buy that? I mean, I bought now it right is the time to. In, and then I was, I was like. Say, now's the time to invest in the cozy collection. Yeah. Well, I, my big thing was I was like, once this is all over, would I want to even wear this to like the movie theater and be in like white 
cozy collection while eating like greasy buttery popcorn i don't know yeah um but and then i so i ended up returning all of that first haul and then i bought these two other bras because she was having a sale and it was like two for 75 dollars or something and i was like fuck like bras are expensive for a real bra that's a great price for a good one you know i think that (laughs) I'm just gonna. This can be that we don't need to harp too much. But when the Kardashians came <laughs> out with their talk. first line of clothes, it was at Sears, and I remember being like, "Ee," uh, <laughs> and no offense to Sears, but like I remember I looked because as a longtime Kardashian fan, I looked at the website and it was like dresses for like sixty, seventy dollars, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is going to Sears to shop?" the Kardashian collection and they're spending like $70 on a dress. Like, I'm sorry, but that doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Um, no. And so then when Kendall and Kylie came out with their line and they got to Nordstrom, I was like, oh, that's like really stepping it up. And then Khloe Kardashian's Good American line is at Nordstrom. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's good on her. And now Kim's just like creating this entire little empire and the way that they're releasing stuff is so smart because it's like every couple weeks it's like you get spammed with tons of people on your instagram wearing the underwear and it's people of all shapes and sizes and you're like oh that's really cute or oh my god that looks so functional or that looks so and all the colors are so smart like it's it's and the packaging is great i like the packaging as well genius it's genius Uh, (laughs) they know what they're doing and it's also at north and it's not a super like it's a very accessible price point and I I I I don't know everyone discredits them and I've been their biggest (laughs) supporter for so long but you just like look at I mean even like Kylie Cosmetics isn't like that expensive I think a name can really only get you so far like people thought this was going to be like a 15 minutes in of fame thing and they've created an empire and it's hard to hold on to that kind of attention and it's been years for a lot on e for like over a decade now like it's just yeah it's nuts i love them i i well i don't have any kylie cosmetics but also like sometimes i look at the products and i'm like i don't know that looks kind of nice or i like the kim kardashian her uh makeup or her um like perfume bottles look kind of nice and stuff too. Like they just have like really good a really good design team and a really good branding and team. And they have they have a pulse on like what is like the moment. It's like before know? I even know Ooh, what sorry. I need, they tell me what I need. No, it's it's absolutely like I never thought that I would be like excited about buying bras. It's like famously something that people dread. And then I was on the website and I'm like this just like it just speaks to me and I love the colors and everything's just like clean yeah. and there's like not that many products. It's like these are the color lines and these are the products. I don't like, just like ah, I think the, the website's a little <laughs> annoying to navigate, but beyond that, yeah. I think it's like a, it's a pretty it good Especially because here. there's so much that's sold out or waitlisted yeah. or, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. But. Speaking of uh, my obsession with shopping, I did purchase some Outdoor Voices masks. So oh. those should be coming in a couple days. Uh, they are five for $25. So Steph and I are splitting a pack. And then I got a, <laughs> Micah wanted a full five pack. So I gave, got him some as well. Uh, so. Do they match your 
outfits? Uh, so they're only in one color, but fortunately I have mm. most colors of outdoor voices. So I do have the matching <laughs> color. Yeah. So it matches my score, oh, thank God. my leggings, um, and my sports bra. And then it could match my exercise dress. And then really any other color that I have because it's black and black and gray and white. Yeah. So. Well, I saw that <sighs> Skims has masks as well, has and I think masks. it might just be like yeah. recycled materials that they have. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get. They were sold out when I was. Yeah, I, I didn't think I needed one of those Skims masks. <laughs> no, I have a few masks now, which is, I mean, it is funny. Like I'll be on Instagram and I'll see like I the other day I saw like an embroidered mask and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like, <laughs> must have. And I'm like, what a weird, this is... <laughs> what a weird fucking thing. That I'm like, well, my mask should reflect my style. <laughs> I've been using bandanas, and then the other day. I went to Target and uh, we were walking around in the parking lot and I saw a mask on the ground. So I very carefully picked it up, put it in my bag, washed my hands with my hand sanitizer and then took it home and washed it. And it's a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> Ooh. So I thought it was I was going to say, you, you have a lot of bandanas, like bandanas fitting with your style, mm-hmm. you know? Do you see me today? I, I was I a vision in red bandanas yeah you're really wendy peppercorn <laughs> yeah red bow red bathing suit red sunglasses red bandana red camelback backpack well for listeners who don't know red is your accent red is color. accent color <laughs> uh don't you ever forget it red is not my accent color i'm way too rosy but i did do laundry at the mountains this weekend and my mom saw me like take my laundry out and she was like the only two colors you own are uh, black and olive green. I was green. saying, is olive green <laughs> like, your accent correct. color? <laughs> I think it must be because I, I just have a lot of olive it green. It goes nicely with I have a lot of maroon. Mm, maroon's nice. Black, maroon, olive green. But I'm not I'm not olive toned. I'm very red in the face. I'm olive toned. So uh, hence, you are I am your accent color. That's why we compliment each other. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you think that's why we're friends? I think subconsciously that's probably why we're friends. <laughs> I was driving back from the mountains today and I was trying to remember because I know I've said in the past that our first movie date was to see Spotlight. And I was like, is that true? (laughs) And I was just trying to think of a movie that we might have seen before that. I think we saw movies before that with like Michelle or with someone else. I thought we went to like an advanced screening together. I know we saw How to Be Single in an advanced screening. I yeah, don't know if that was before. <laughs> I like that movie with those advanced screenings. I like that movie, too. I actually stand by that movie. I think it was on Amazon Prime for some time, and I'd pop that in. It has your girl, Dakota. It has our guy, Dakota. Nicholas I think Braun. Nicholas Braun. I think Dakota is kind of just, like, nothing in that movie, but I think the movie around her works well enough. Jake, you know? Jake Lacey's in it. Jake Lacey is in it. I'm watching, for for everyone at home, I'm watching High Fidelity. I'm having a real crisis of conscience with Jake Lacey. I feel like that's how he, like, he never makes sense. Is he not? In a show. He's, like, not, he's, like, hot, but then he says things like climbing gym so much that you're, like, how can I take you seriously? He wears. But then he's volunteering at the climbing gym. He has weird tattoos. Yeah, the tattoos are very very complicated, Especially because, like, on their, okay, so it's, like, presumably they matched on, like, Tinder or something right because she's like i'm gonna go no i think it was a setup wasn't what? it i think her brother set her up he was trying to set her up 
Oh, I thought it was the – that's what I thought oh, it was. Anyway, I thought he important. was – well, I maybe was not paying attention. I know he was trying to set her up, and then that was the next day. I might have made the leap. Well, and my thought was, like, what about this guy would she find intriguing? Because he's, like, fully wearing right. a Vineyard Vines sweater vest. Or it means not right. – it's like a fleece vest. He right. just looks so – But then she tries to sco- scoot away. But then there is just a little something that brings you back. I get it. I get it. What brings her back <laughs> is – or what first like bridges the conversation is he brings up that he likes dreams by Fleetwood Mac and it's like what an original uh, fucking opinion there (laughs) and then she like goes off on her like whole Fleetwood Mac thing and I'm just like okay like I still don't know why she likes this guy or like why she's still here because they like it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. to click but then you know, maybe she, she, they hook up and that's great. And I like him, but like literally every time I see him in something, I'm always just like, what, what is like, what are the characters that you are auditioning for? Like, it's just like that's the guy who what I don't understand. That's he's what I don't understand. always the guy who doesn't make sense, but he's so sweet and he's so charming and he's so reliable that you have to fall for him. That's Remember, the thing. You're girls. like, I mean, it's so sad. Wasn't his but name it's like all the Fran girls on girls or something. Yeah, Fran, yeah. of course, Fran. He gets with Lena Dunham. It's so confusing. It's, That's exactly. what I'm saying. Though. It's like always these. It's always these like Brooklyn people, and you're like, how do you fit into this? <laughs> like, I understand. He looks like he's I from Connecticut. How he got this role because this, this is like a Fran role. Yeah, you know. But and then it is funny because you're like, he like has a car and just is available. And like also, I understand how the does appeal he have of a that. Car? That's it's so funny that they're like, we don't know anyone with a car. And she's like, well, and then it's also the thing. I mean, he's totally the guy that just gets used like and then she goes to the party and then her, the, her ex fiance is there. Spoilers for high fidelity. Yeah, and then high she fidelity right now. and then she's like, oh, my gosh, I need to call someone. I can't be here alone. And then she calls Simon. And Simon doesn't answer because Simon's on his own vision quest, which we find <laughs> oh, out next episode. Like episode. And then you're like, I know Jake Lacey is coming. I know she's like, I need someone who's quick and available. Jake Lacey always in my shows neighborhood. up and you're like Jake Lacey don't be available don't be this oh, available he's, he's so cute I love him but then when they're outside and he's like I'm your fake boyfriend and they're like goofing off and then they're making out and you're like yes this is hot this is happening and then she's like no I'm like damn it <laughs> I'm glad that you're liking this show because I loved it I and it's part of it I'm like <laughs> I really like the movie uh mm-hmm. So much so that I saw I went to a screening of it a couple, like a year or so ago, and John Cusack was there, and that was very fun for yeah. me. I saw the movie later in life. Yeah, I didn't so, see it until college. Yeah, so I feel like I had like a very unromantic view of that movie. Like I think John Cusack's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> in well, it's not like I like Robin hate Michelle John Cusack in High Fidelity. Much better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, I find Zoe Kravitz much more charming in this. I don't know. It's so much more annoying when it's like just a white guy, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Well, it's just like. You know what a big difference is? <laughs> Zoe Kravitz is perhaps like one of the most beautiful like canvases ever for tell. I film. know, but then she's going to her ex's house and she wears that little sweater vest, and I'm like, honey, change. She looks so <laughs> cool. I like. There was an she's episode. She's wearing a sweater vest and a white t-shirt, and then she puts lipstick on, and then she's like, I look ridiculous. I'll take the lipstick off. I'm like, ditch the sweater vest. Yeah. You in red lipstick with just a white t-shirt is stunning. You're a model. <sighs> This, she, remember that peach we can, shoot? We can talk more about this when we do an episode. Remember that peach? I think that ship has sailed. Uh, remember that peach shoot she did? Oh yes. my god! 
Wow. It's very sexual. Uh, what was I? Oh, in one episode, she's wearing like a Dickie shirt. A pleated skirt. And like a little pleated and skirt. And I'm like, it's when she it's when she goes to the we're just talking about high fidelity now. When she goes to concert. get the records oh. and then it's Parker Posey and I screamed. Parker Posey was good. Like, when I saw her name come up, Parker I was, Posey's so I was good excited this. for that. Um, Parker Posey's like my favorite character actor. <laughs> Parker Posey really shows the fuck up. And you know what? She She needs, does. She needs to get credit where credit is due. Um, I I see a role like that and I'm like, mm, Parker Posey, yes, my favorite character, absolutely iconic. Keeps talking about her art is insufferable when she stands behind <laughs> that clear wall and the bangs are there. <laughs> I was peed my pants. But when Zoe Kravitz wears that outfit, I was literally like, oh, I have a pleated skirt. I have Vans. I could probably get a dick, an oversized Dickies T-shirt. And then I was like, what the fuck mm. are you talking about? You will not look as good in this as she does. Like your We're talking about Zoe Kravitz for the second week in a row. Your proportions <laughs> are not the same, that it would, like, look as flawless and easy. Like, her boots, when she dresses up and she wears those, like, high heel or, like, thick, chunky-heeled, like, fembot-looking boots. Oh, they look so nice. I want them. Her clothes are I mean, so cool, and it's, like, literally nothing I that I could wear or anyone could wear. But that's the thing. Maybe they have Gam. to work so hard to make her seem, like, kind of a sad sack, and, like, John Cusack just, like, gives that energy off naturally. But I will say, um, Divine, I forget her last name, but as the Jack Black Charisse. character, is fucking genius. Cherise is so fucking funny, and it's perfect because the part that I always remember of High Fidelity is Jack Black being incredible. <laughs> well, also they but like, but I am a Jack Back fan. They give Cherise like a lot of dimension too, where she's not just like the punchline or whatever. Like they also build yes. on her character too. And I'm like, why do we get so much more, so many more episodes of like TV I don't care about? And then this is just 10, 30 minute episodes. And I'm like, give me more. I want more. You're like, Blue Bloods has nine seasons. Oh my God, the fuck on. Like the music's so fun. It's really good. It's really good. And it is like, it's, I think they really, they really nailed it on having it be pretentious, but like classic mm -hmm. because you really like if you if it's gonna be a show for everyone, you can't just have only like super pretentious music. Like every time it's like Blondie or yeah. the Talking Heads or Bowie, you're like, man, like this is everyone knows the song, but it does feel good. And you're like, there's a reason the classics are classics. Mm -hmm. This fucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just good. It's so enjoyable. I. And it's, yeah, it's something where I feel like if you watch it, no matter what your emotions are at the moment, like we've been talking about how neither one of us has watched normal people because we don't really want to be sad. And it's like, <laughs> I, <don't wanna> <laughs> I keep seeing ads because everything I'm watching has been on Hulu because I also started The Great and only watched two episodes because I was watching my parents and my mom's like, I don't care for this. And I was like, well, yeah, obviously um, we're doing this for me. But <laughs> um Jay, <laughs> but every time I see an ad for normal people, I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. I also like. I don't want to talk shit about normal people because I haven't seen normal people. You better but, like, watch out. You know like, what our audience is. <laughs> I know our audience all loves normal people, but I, I I jumped in the deep end. I have to finish my sentence. Um, all the previews are like, oh my gosh, we shouldn't be doing this. Like, oh my god, like. Can you even imagine that, like, it's so forbidden? Like, you're from, like, a rich side of town, and I'm from, like, not a rich side of town. And I'm like, 
This is like not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> You're like both attractive people from the same. They're very attractive like, people. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm sure at some point in my life I will watch normal people and cry and be a part of everyone else because that's how I feel. But sometimes it's just like I don't know. I'm just not into it. Well, and even though you know I love to watch people kiss, oh. and all the trailers show a lot of kissing. Apparently, very horny, uh, which we love. <laughs> horny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like when things are horny. Although I have been like channeling that into a really weird anger because I was watching, you know, High Fidelity and there's the Scottish guy. Oh my God. And I just get so pissed every time he's on screen. And it's like my oh. thirst is like turned against me. I'm like, I want to punch his dumb jaw and then kiss it. I remember who <laughs> I thought he looked like. I thought he had a Cordover Street thing going on. He does not have a cord over street thing going on. You are so delusional. You cannot see past cord over street. I cannot believe in 2020 how much I think about cord over street because of you. And I'm the one who watched Glee. You didn't even care about Glee. (laughs) This is so unfair. Well, apparently the Scottish guy, he was on some Disney Channel show. So then I had to be like, how old is he? If he was on a Disney Channel show, I've literally never heard of I think he's like 25. He's Okay, that's incredible. He's been dating Dove Cameron for a long time, who I literally only really? know because of like just Jared, but I think they met on the same Disney Channel show. Dove Cameron, I know because like she's always like almost cast as something that I like am aware of and they'll be like Dove Cameron and I'll be like who is that? <laughs> she, what, like is she in Teen Beach movie? I've seen Teen Beach movie. <laughs> I think Dove Cameron was like almost Sabrina the Teenage Witch type thing, you know. You watch that time? Do I watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? No, I would never waste my time on teenage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've seen all of it, you asshole. Okay, she was from the show Livin' Maddie, and then she was also in the Descendants film series. Which was directed by Kenny oh. Ortega, so I'm shocked that you oh haven't seen Kenny Ortega, I am super aware of Kenny Ortega, and I do know exactly what The Descendants is. It's like all of the evil Disney villains have kids, and the kids team up. But I haven't that seen it. literally <laughs> terrible. But maybe... I just know, like... Oh, Kristen Chenoweth is in that. One time I was babysitting, and they were watching Teen Beach Movie, and I was like... You were babysitting? There's so much wrong with this story. I was like in college and needed cash. Okay. Like <laughs> I used to babysit. You famously we were all young dislike ones. children, but okay, keep. I don't going. dislike children. I just have nothing to say to them. Okay. Okay. Well, um, Thomas Doherty. But we did bond over Teen Beach, maybe. Thomas Doherty, the Scottish guy. He's twenty-five, mm. and he's from mm. The Descendants as well. He's Harry Hook. Oh. Oh, so he's Captain Hook's Which, kid. He has like a piratey vibe to him. <laughs> he does have a Captain Hook's kid vibe. <laughs> I watched a season of uh, Once Upon a Time, and they later on had a hot Captain Hook, I think. Well, uh, I want you to hold on to your cap. <laughs> Skims? <laughs> <laughs> because he is also set to star in the upcoming HBO Max teen drama Gossip Girl. Ooh. As a main role, it doesn't He would be say. really, he'd be really good in Gossip Girl. However, I still don't really understand HBO Max. Nor do I, and it's supposed to I come to pay, out like literally. I have to pay this, more than HBO Go. It's supposed to come out like this week. I know, but I don't get it still. Yeah, I don't really care. 
Um, I know all the Miyazaki movies are on it now, but of course I like watched all those last year and had to pay and go to the library because they're so fucking hard to find because Hayao Miyazaki forever was like, I'm not going to put them online. And then I like believed it like a fool and I like acquired them all. And then of course it's like next year on HBO Max. Motherfucker. <laughs> I already watched them all. God damn it. Well, anywho. <sighs> I can't believe we've done 30 minutes. At this point, this might as well be a high fidelity (laughs) episode and we can just. Do you want to just make it a high fidelity episode? Do you want to pivot? Is it too late? Let's pivot. I don't care. We can still talk (laughs) about the other thing we watch, but I don't think we had a lot of. uh, And now I'm like. I didn't have much to say. We just wanted to be current. Yeah. Which we are. We're talking about high fidelity. That's true. Yeah. And it's on HBO or it's on Hulu and everyone can watch it today. Yes. And it's good. It's so good. And I good. feel like we need to talk more about Sharice. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about Sharice. All right, so... Divine Joy I Randolph was, is her name. Yes, from... Um, Ghost to the Musical was how she no. first gained attention. No, from uh, the movie we saw last year and the movie we both really liked. Um, Dolomite is my name. I yes, didn't Dolomite. even... Oh my God, I didn't even put that together. I know she's playing so much younger. Yes! Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Fun. Yeah. Oh, and she's also in yeah. On Becoming a God in Central Florida, which I'm going to start which very soon. I haven't seen. Exciting. But cool. She's having some good years. Oh, she was on yeah. This Is Us. An episode of Veep. Seven episodes of Empire. I do watch Veep. Don't watch Empire. Um, Trolls World Tour. My mom Tour. used to watch Empire. I watched Trolls World Tour. I watched it yesterday. Why did you watch Trolls World Tour? <laughs> it's a great question. It's a great backstory. I'd love to tell you about it. Tell okay. us. <laughs> so my mother doesn't understand podcasting. Um, that is important to start with. And so I told her that there was a podcast I listened to, and this podcast exists, where three brothers want to be in Trolls World Tour. So these, the McElroy brothers have a very successful podcast. And after the first Trolls movie came out, they have kids and they're like, they're all these YouTube stars that are all the background people in Trolls. So they started this podcast and this campaign to be in Trolls World Tour. So my mom, like every time she saw a Trolls World Tour uh, promo, would be like, did your friends get in the movie Trolls World Tour? (laughs) And I'm like, Jeannie, we are not friends. I saw Griffin McElroy at at an airport once, but that is not friendship. Um, Oh, my God. And it's embarrassing enough to recognize a podcaster at an airport. Like, that really just looks I remember when you texted me about it. I mean, it was a pretty big deal for me. I was sitting right next to him. We talked for like... (laughs) (laughs) this is not important anyway and so then over the weekend my mom was like I was thinking like one activity and like as much as I love my parents we don't have a ton of taste in common Um, in that your dad plays John Mayer throughout the house I don't hate John Mayer but it's like I would never never put that on but Bob would (laughs) because me and Bob connect on like such a deep level Right. But it's like I was talking about Fury Road and my mom was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Your mom was like, <laughs> none of this for me. Trolls World Tour could be fun. So that's the thing. My mom, my mom was always like, what can we all agree on? And like in like, honestly, I should be in charge of what we're watching. But she was so excited to see me that she was like, we could all watch Trolls World Tour. We could rent it on Amazon and then Darcy could watch it, too. <laughs> and we could all watch Trolls World Tour together. Aww. And how was so it? So we watched it. <laughs> I mean, Did you see the like first that. Trolls? No. No, I have no interest in Trolls. I I mean, not to bring everything back to the Kardashians, but 
Kylie Jenner's daughter is like famously obsessed with trolls <laughs> and she will post she, like I mean there is like a whole trolls section at Stormy World version 2 uh, what's Stormy World? At, every year for well now two years in a row for Stormy's birthday Kylie throws a, basically a festival because remember how Travis Scott had his Astro World festival Kylie, I remember the album cover. Yeah, well, so Kylie throws a party, <laughs> and instead of, like, trap, they modeled after, like, the album cover, it's Stormy's face. And then inside, it's, like, this park, and there's, like, a Frozen section, like, room with, like, all Frozen-themed stuff. And there's a Trolls room with all Trolls-themed stuff. And, like... Someone's going to get sued. Well... <laughs> Kylie will like post on her stories and it'll be like the Swarmy watching trolls and she'll be like, I watch this movie every single day. And I'm like, having a child must be so hard. I mean, we just watched It sounds it Takes awful. Two. It sounds awful. <laughs> Every time people talk about like my kid's favorite movie is Sing and I have to watch it four times a day. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we're no one likes <laughs> no one likes anything that much. So apparently, uh Trolls and now Trolls yes. World Tour are Stormy Webster's favorite movies. Fun fact gotcha. for you. Well, but there's like, like difference the first between a two year old minutes. and a 26 year old, 27 year old. Right. I'm 27. Excuse Sorry, me? I was trying to be generous. <laughs> I just turned. <laughs> um, I in like the first 10 minutes, it's like you're in techno world because I guess the original Trolls takes place in pop village and then they go to there's like all these different types of music so they're in techno world and at one point my dad looked over at me and was like is this uh is the whole movie like (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like yeah i think so and he's like oh okay oh my god (laughs) and then we watched your dad's like where's adult contemporary world yeah. <laughs> no, um they didn't love any of the worlds. My mom was offended in Country World, the trolls were like horses. And she's like, How come all the other trolls are normal? But if you're a country music troll, you're you have four legs. And I'm like, Jeannie, I don't have the answer. Jeannie, I can't possibly um, explain trolls to you because <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. We did myself. have a fun game where they were trying to guess the voice actors. Mm. Um and I had IMDB pulled up, obviously. How'd they do? Pretty good. My mom picked, oh, I can't remember who it was, but immediately was like, that's, Bob got Mary J. Blige. Um, they couldn't get Sam Rockwell was one of the country, was one of the country ones. Um, but I was, I was pretty proud of them. They did pretty good. Wow. Kelly Clarkson. My mom pulled Kelly Clarkson. Ooh. Do you think your mom yeah. listened to a couple episodes ago when we went off on how great Kelly Clarkson's discography was? No, Jeannie does not listen to the podcast, but she does agree, and she loves Kelly Clarkson <laughs> ever since the first season of American Idol, and she has the <laughs> CD and still listens to a moment like this. Thank you very oh much. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I watched Memento for the first time this weekend. I know you were texting me, and I was like, I can't go on this journey with you. <laughs> Well, I famously talk a lot of shit about Memento. <laughs> well, we we went on we went to an Airbnb and 
for starters, Michael was like, I was listening to your most recent podcast episode, and you said that you finally got me to go to an Airbnb, and I didn't think that there was, like, much opposition there, so. He really shouldn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. Like, does, don't you think he gets enough of your opinions throughout the week? He can't care enough about what I have to say to listen to the podcast as well. I think he I listens just, to Micah, the- I'm letting you go. You don't have to do this. I'm freeing you. Uh, but anyway, we got to the airbnb and we like got all unpacked and everything then he was like uh do you want to watch a movie and i was like in my head i'm like oh my god like we're just gonna like sit and watch a movie in the middle of the afternoon and then i'm like what the fuck else are we doing we're in the middle of nowhere in like a tiny house uh and so we were looking on amazon prime to see what they had and i think trolls world tour was like one of the banners and i was like we're not watching that and so we watched (laughs) memento and I remember, like, a couple seconds in, I was like, do you think that, like, Brad Pitt auditioned for this role? Because <laughs> Guy Pierce looks identical. He just looks like this literally off-brand Brad Pitt. No, he's doing Tyler Durden. Like, I mean, everything about it is so Brad and Pitt. And just, like, this suit <laughs> looks so Ocean's Eleven. And, like, yes. the jaw, like, they both have that, like, same very, like, pronounced jawline. I was like, I think even the way it's like shot, it looks like it's like seven ish. Yeah. You know, like I always kind of lump some of those movies together in my mind. Yeah. But now I have a new blank check episode <sighs> that I can listen to. Because I've seen Memento. Oh my gosh. I listened to it. I've listened to it twice today. I listened to it yesterday. Well, I listened to some of it yesterday and then I listened to it on my drive back today. And then when I got back, I was unpacking. And I was like, I'll just restart it. Blank check. Um, so do you have anything else you want to say about high fidelity? No, this episode is an absolute train wreck. It's a train wreck. We're just <laughs> really meandering a bit. Uh, it's a holiday. We should be allowed to like talk about whatever we want. It's just nice to talk to you. It is. It is nice to talk to you. It's good to catch up, talk about bras for 15 minutes, go on complete tangents, not get to what we intended to discuss. Well, I guess we can you go watched, there. You literally, you ground your day to a halt to watch <laughs> The Love You're Birds, right. and then we just decided not to talk about I it. I ran inside and was like, stop everything everyone is doing. <laughs> it's my turn to sit on the couch and watch this movie that's free on Netflix. Um, just kidding. I was alone by myself and I had already gone kayaking this morning and then I was supposed to start storming. So I was like, oh, geez, guess I have to go inside and watch TV. Um, anywho, we guess we can talk about, let's talk about the lovebirds then for a bit. So it's not too off the rails. Um, as per usual, I started taking notes and then just, you know, stopped taking notes. I got pretty caught up in paint by numbers, which is my, (laughs) my new thing. Uh, Wait, how old are you again? I know we established I am recently 27, basically 26, mm-hmm. a little baby, and you're 28 and doing paper numbers? Uh, yeah, and you know what? It's fun. <laughs> so It's fun. I don't have to defend myself. You don't. You These don't. are my interests. Um, you haven't sent me a picture of the pattern yet. I'm intrigued. Oh, well, you know what's so fun? They like come animate, or once you finish it, it animates it for you. So it's like a little time lapse video of you. In my head, it's one of those like um, 
like black fake velvet. You remember those things? I fucking love those things. Obviously, of course you like did. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, it's like Lisa Frank and shitty rainbow, and then it would like peel off and like get all on everything. What more could you want, Meg? Tell me. <laughs> you and Darcy, ugh, honestly, second children. Yeah, well, that's what they say, you know. Um, so we both watched The Lovebirds, which we were supposed to see about, uh, I don't even, what month is it? Is it May? It's May. Two months ago, we were supposed to see it. Yeah, it's late May. I can't believe how late May it is. Actually, it's almost June. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Um, Remember when we had dreams for the year? No. <laughs> I know, me neither. Fuck. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring us down. Um, anywho, it was supposed to screen at South by Southwest, and I think we were both like mm-hmm. pretty excited for it, but like I doubt either one of us had like high hopes for it. Wasn't that like one of the first day or two? Mm-hmm. Like, because I was thinking it was going to be like a. It was like the Friday. It was like the long shot time. Yeah. Time slot. That's, I thought I, I was literally thinking long shot. I'm like, it's either the long shot or the Stuber, but I didn't think it was Stuber, no, Stuber because Stuber was a few days in because we got pretty drunk. Stuber <laughs> was like halfway through and it was a work in progress and we were like, we don't really care that much. So we're going to go and get like cheese and pickles and burgers and Correct. shit ton of rose. And then we just yeah, like fine. drunkenly walked over. And we were really drunk and Stuber. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I I did I haven't seen it since then obviously and I watched what? the Little Birds with you my parents. You haven't rewatched Stuber? No, I have not rewatched Stuber. I um, did. And we watched the Little Birds with my parents and Bob and Jeannie the next day on a walk were just like going crazy. They're like that Camille on Johnny is just so funny. And I was like maybe we should watch Stuber. And then I was like I don't want to watch Stuber. I like I don't know. You could have rewatched. <laughs> well, I guess I'll the just watch sick. Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie did not want to watch The Big Sick. Jeannie's on the full don't want to cry diet as well. <laughs> I think The Big Sick is really good. And the same the director. The Big Sick was in my top five that year. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I don't know. It's the, um, I just totally lost his name, but from Red Hot American, Wet Hot American Michael Summer. Michael Stillwater. Stillwater. Showalter. Showalter, that's right. Stillwater. But I <laughs> like kind the bad from all those Stillwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing Fever Dog, <laughs> Fever Dog. Uh, this is like a totally normal one. We're all fine. I'll, I'll put my cards on the table. I made a drink before this. And I haven't been drinking much, so like vodka goes a long way now. Hey, man. Finish the two. I'm drinking a Diet Coke, which is real rowdy <sighs> for me. I have so much Diet Coke in the fridge, and I tried to cut it out, and I haven't had a Diet Coke in, like, three weeks, and I have fully three cases of Diet Coke in the fridge. It's honestly a nightmare. (laughs) You should just start selling it out your window. Well, Darcy is coming back uh, to the Atlantic coast soon, and after she isolates for two weeks in the mountains, then she's going to come here, and I can pawn off all the Diet Coke on her. Nice. Anyway. Uh, is there anything better than a Diet Coke? Anyway, back to, no. <laughs> back to love The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> or we could still talk about your Diet Coke supply, I guess. But we probably no, really lost No, it's fine. You talk about the lovebirds. Now. In the lovebirds, Issa Rae and Kamal Nanjiani are a couple. And they're kind of like in a stale spot where they're like breaking up. And they're in the car and they break up. And then... Um, they accidentally hit a guy on a bike with their car and then another guy jumps in the car and pretends to be a cop and goes on a high-speed pursuit and kills that guy runs over him like three times and then throughout the 
events of the evening and the movie. They were trying to prove their innocence by figuring out. Well, they who they the took guy it upon was. themselves to try to prove their innocence. Right, right. I did think that scene was very funny. All right, spoilers for Lovebirds. I guess we're doing this. Um, we're doing it <laughs> when. When they're in the police station and they're like, uh, no, we caught the whole thing on camera. We wanted to like say, like protect you guys and get your statements. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> immediately they're like, the cops are going to assume we did it, which like fair. Right. I, I thought it was pretty cheesy, but uh, I liked when the girl, the like millennial girl and guy who like witnessed the accident when the girl yes. calls the cops and she's like, she just so happens to be black and he just so happens to be a person of color. I don't think there are murderers just because of their uh, their minorities. Like, I yes. thought that, that line was pretty funny. Um, cheesy I also just is. really liked that whole thing where he runs away and she, she's like, Jabron. He, she goes, the guy's name is Jabron. Yeah. And then he's like, run, Leilani. And the girl's name is Leilani. Yeah. I thought I thought that was all good. Uh, it, was, it was interesting because I was watching it and I was, like, trying to think about this is a Paramount movie. How would it have felt to see, like, in theaters? Just because, mm-hmm. like, I think I kind of, like, view Netflix movies a little bit differently than movie theater movies. And mm-hmm. I felt like it just kind of seemed, I don't know if it was because I was just watching it at home, but I was like, this just doesn't really seem like a movie that would have done that well in theaters I- anyway. Though I guess it's yeah, hard to I really say. Have no concept of how comedies do nowadays. Like, I feel like they very rarely make any well, money. Well, like, and Good even Boys like, was like, had, like, a really good run last year. Good Boys did a good run. But, like, know, Long but Shot is, there's something, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Stuber, I, it's four people saw. Stuber definitely didn't. <laughs> I don't even remember that coming out. I don't remember it that It was, like, I think all, late obviously. July. But it is, like, one of those movies, like, if we had seen it at South by Southwest, which is, like, a very... Um, you know, forgiving audience, I guess. Like, that would have been a good time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we would have left and been higher on it than we probably are having just watched it on Netflix. Yeah. It's, I'm like, I think maybe it was a good choice for it to come out on Netflix. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to, like, garner any sort of, like, cult following. It's not like a... Because then there are movies that are just made specifically for Netflix, like a, To All the Boys I Loved Before, that's, like, a huge right. hit. So right, but it's a different bar. Like I have a different expectation. Like I mean, for what this was, like I watched it with my parents. It was like totally entertaining and yeah. fine and funny at parts, but not too funny and like not too smart. And it was just like a good middle of the road Netflix movie. Right. But it's like when a movie that is just like like in my head when you're like setting up to all the boys I love before you're like it's a Netflix movie. It's like a teen romance basically. Mm-hmm. Like, all these things are, you know, unfortunately, but, like, you know, kind of, like, you're starting from a lower bar. You have to, like, kind of blow me away. But, like, when I know it's Kumail Nanjiani, I know what what his, like, humor is, you know? I I really like his humor. I thought he was funny funny in this. I like his kind of, his shtick about how he's, like, talks a lot, like, underneath his breath, breath, he'll, like, make comments and make jokes and remarks, like, I think he's funny. Like, I really liked The Big Sick. Maybe I'll yeah. watch The Big Sick tonight because I also really loved, like, him and Ray Romano together. I famously love oh Ray God, Romano but... because, you know. I am and how I am. dare you not mention, I know you're intentionally not mentioning Holly Hunter, but I'll be here and I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> you're correct. 
But I also think part of the part of what's so good about the big sick is I think the only real thing that I'd seen Kumail Nanjiani in before that was Silicon Valley. Right. And it's kind of a different thing, you know, like Silicon Valley is its own hermetic show and the big sick is so much of actual Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. But like now it's almost like I don't know if it's gonna continue to blow me away in the same way because well, I, just I do like kind of know what to of expect. This movie was just kind of like yeah there are a couple uh, it's very like spy who dumped me or you know it's just any and of those I, I even thought it reminded me of yeah. stuber i was like is uh, yeah. this not well, stuber with <laughs> in a couple he's driving and the car gets hijacked and yeah <laughs> you know etc but even like i said Except for it's I a lift want, not like, an uber my favorite okay whatever <laughs> lift share <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i was like i said that I like recommended it for me and my parents and I was like yeah because one of the movies that me and my mom watched that like really like was like the Venn diagram there's a very small <laughs> uh, crossover with me and Jeannie on what movies we like and one of them is Spy mm. <laughs> with Melissa McCarthy because I fucking love Spy so good and I'm like I knew this wouldn't be as good as Spy and afterward Jeannie was like I loved that and I was like do you think it's better than Spy and she's like no yeah and I'm like okay that, that says enough for me. Well, Melissa McCarthy is on this week's Armchair Expert, if you're craving some podcasts. I mean, I love Spy, and Melissa McCarthy is so much a part of what I love about it, but it's really the supporting cast of Spy, because there are so many Melissa McCarthy movies that I don't love as much. For me, it's but, like, mostly Jason all Statham, of them. Rose Byrne. Like, oh, Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. So what is going good. on with Rose Byrne? And who is it like the... I don't know. Is it like Vanity Fair, New York Times? One of them is just like out to get Rose Byrne. I like Rose Byrne. She's good. In Spy. She's really good in Spy. Jason Statham, also good. Jude Law, also excellent. Allison Janney, good. It's a great cast. Maybe, well, Spy is a good movie. I don't really love... And made a ton of money. Spy made so much money, and they won't give us a sequel. You know how I feel about this. This is the cross (laughs) for you there. Um, How Melissa McCarthy is the humor. Is it like... My problem is, is I feel like Melissa McCarthy has been really pigeonholed into like humor wait have you not seen spy no, i've never seen spy because i Nor i don't watch to see spy. <laughs> i don't watch melissa Nor. mccarthy movies for the you reason i'm about to say spy. where i feel like no, she's been pigeonholed into these roles <laughs> where it's like she's funny because she's like her they like have her be sloppy and like right, she burps and like farts no. it's like the whole all no. of the humor behind bridesmaid to me is just like crass annoying humor and i'm like she's a genuinely you funny person sound like my mother um my mom hates bridesmaids oh. and loves spy does that help okay that does help <laughs> that actually really does help and also and i your think parents- part of what works about spy is how how capable she is like it's kind of all like you don't expect it but she is like very good at what she does is kind of the premise of spy but she's good at being undercover because she's melissa mccarthy and even the audience knows that like her, you know, history is bride's. I saw her in Spy. Is so. I good. saw her in the one with um, Sandra Bullock. That was probably the last Melissa. I don't McCarthy know what they're called. Is I that watched. Hot Pursuit? Yeah, what's that, that one? Right. <laughs> no, oh. no, no, no. Hot, Hot Pursuit is Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara. Oh my god. The Heat. The He's Heat is the Sandra Bullock. Terrible. One. <laughs> I haven't seen Hot Pursuit or The Heat or like 
a lot a spy though i just feel like you should believe me on this I although that know, being said you don't appreciate pop star never stop never stopping and it's just kind of like i don't really know what works for you anymore. okay i would love to know if the love words <laughs> would make more money than the heat or the pers- hot pursuit one that you just mentioned hot pursuit it's just hard for me to like maybe it's because we haven't been to the movies in a while i know people like like a lot of like right. dumb shit um but it's right. hard for me to think that like people would be flocking to like it didn't scream like date night movie or like get all your girlfriends together because it's well, like a rom-com so it's kind of like that weird it would have never made any money because if it came out last weekend last weekend was supposed to be fast nine and fast nine would have made all the money uh i think it was supposed to come out in april i think it was supposed to come out oh, okay. like april 10th Okay, I don't remember. I I have no concept of. It was supposed to come out April third. We were supposed to get, we were supposed to get Fast Nine, and I watched that whole concert, dropping the trailer of Fast Nine <laughs> in my office at work, and then they just took it away from me. You know, Meg, you'll see him again. <laughs> the family will ride again. <laughs> did you like the Hobson Shaw <laughs> reference? in lovebirds <laughs> i was like did they because they cut away from him when he says it i'm like did they drop that in after because that's like pretty recent yeah i mean that was like last summer yeah i saw it doesn't matter last summer um i do think like hobbs and shaw i'm like that reference is not gonna age well like n- no one's gonna remember hobbs and shaw in five years no one's gonna remember this movie in five months i'm just saying I, I have, I do, so another thing we watched this weekend, thanks for asking, um, my mother had already finished, and I am putting her on blast, she had already finished Outer Banks, and I was finishing it, and uh, it kind of ends on like a little bit of a cliffhanger, and my dad was like, they're not going to give this fucking show a second season, and I was like, well, everyone watched it, because everyone's sitting at home in quarantine, and I don't know if Netflix is going to be like, I guess people are only watching this because of quarantine, they'll probably get a second season, anyway. Oh my god. If you want to talk about Outer I Banks, don't. I have opinions. I don't. I've not watched it, and I don't want to. <laughs> that was more of a call to the audience. I assumed you had no interest. Literally zero I assume you're tired of hearing me talk about almost anything. This is like episode 80. Look at how far we've come from. <laughs> a real fear strike for us. Um, I thought that, so back to the lovebirds. See, the only reason right. why we've gotten to that many episodes is because of me and my cunning way to steer us back to conversation but i was gonna say your patience <laughs> that too um i like i like Issa I Rae. this is episode 90 whoa sorry continue i like Issa ray i watch insecure yeah, but really also good. i'm like she doesn't really do a lot for me in this movie like it's i it's hard like, well did you you saw the photograph part of me was yes, like I did see the is photograph. this is she best like when she's writing and has all of the control like on insecure Mm -hmm. because i think like she's good Mm -hmm. at insecure i like the show she's like the you know creator of it and so obviously it's very much like her voice how was the photograph Mm -hmm. because i never saw that photograph and i think great question i saw it on valentine's right you had a movie date with gan (laughs) right which is to say i went to the photograph alone on valentine's (laughs) day (laughs) 
I feel like that should be disclosed fairly. But I saw the photograph, and, like, the main thing that I take away from the photograph is there was, like, all this story that was happening, and, like, all I really wanted to see was, like, Lakeith and Issa Rae make eyes at each other. Yeah. Like, that was the majority of the movie, so that did bring me joy. I will say for this, what I think is kind of tough is that they're both kind of playing the straight man. Like, they mm-hmm. both have kind of ridiculous, like, scenes where they, like, either one of them will go off a little bit. But in general... Neither of them, like, it's not like one of them is the crazy one, you know, pushing the plot along and the other one's, like, kind of reacting against it. It's like they kind of, Yeah, it's bouncing off each other. Seem like a relatively normal couple who, like, you know, have different reactions, different things, and sometimes it's a little more crazy than the other. But it's hard because I just, it feels a lot more like she's in a Kumail Nanjiani style movie, which I think kind of makes sense because, you know, like we said, Michael Showalter Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, kind of Kumail's, like, I mean, he was in Stuber, like, this is kind of a realm that he's in right now. And so it felt like she was, I mean, she was really good and, you know, funny and, you know, great, but it's not like, like you said, I think it's, it seemed like this was, like, written for Kumail Nanjiani, and then they got Issa Rae, which is great, but it didn't seem like it was, like, a role created for her. Yeah, it just, the movie kind of felt to me like stu- the studio or the agents were like, we're going to make this movie, and it's going to be for, like, this next wave of stars. And, like, they're trying to make mm-hmm. both of them the leading man, and I don't think either one mm-hmm. of them really shone through as the leading man. Right. And so, right. you know... I mean, it was fine. I my I was talking to my sister, and I brought it up. And well, one of her number one questions anytime I or like a rom com is mentioned is, do they have like, is it a realistic love story? Because yeah, I think it is. I I, I actually like as at the very I'm like, it's so interesting that it starts like so quickly with them breaking up, and then the fight for them to break yes. up. Obviously, like people don't just like break up over nothing. But, like, the fight as it drags out, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, this is a real fight. It's not just, like, you don't think that we could win the amazing race. Like, it just, like, spirals and spirals and spirals. Um, But then having to see them together throughout the movie and how they're interacting with each other, it's, like, you can tell that there is a lot of love there and that they had been together for so long. And so I was kind of rooting for them to get back together. So I will say I like that. I really liked the fight because so many times in movies, the fight is like, well, it's just never going to work. Why? Because it isn't. We're too different. Oh, or like, yeah. And it's like, you know, like really overdramatic bullshit like that. And like as much as it started as like the amazing race, it like ended up with like, well, it's because like you don't believe in yeah. me, you know, or like you never want to do anything. There's and so I'm many... like, these are real reasons to break up. Yeah, there's so <laughs> like... many passive aggressive comments that you're just like, holy fuck, how long have you been holding on yeah. to that one for? And it's, like, funny because, like, at one point, like, he, she, he's talking shit about reality TV. And then she's, like, you're a documentarian. <laughs> Documentaries are just reality TV that no one watches. I wrote that <laughs> down, like, so I thought it's that was funny, a funny line. But it's <laughs> it is funny. But it's also, like, like that's – if you were a documentarian and the person you were with said that, you'd be like, okay, Jesus. You know? Like, shit. Yeah. And now that leads me to – the number one thing that I want to talk about for this movie. Okay, hit me. Kumail looks good. 
Camille looks really with good. the beard. It's a fucking Marvel diet. I hate fucking hate. sign me up. I want to be in a Marvel movie. You've heard it here first. I'm the only one. If in you world. are in a Marvel movie, they will pay you to get hot, and they'll pay for everything so that you just get hot, hot, hot. And I'm like, yeah. You can see it. I remember after, like, after the big sick, I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. And that's, like, after watching Silicon Valley for a couple years. And it's, like, it's just because, like, he was given the opportunity to play, like, fairly charming or just, like, seems like a good guy. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course. Yeah, everyone in Silicon Valley is kind of insufferable. (laughs) Well, and then, then of course, it's, like, on the press tour of the big sick and finding out it's, like, based on a true story and how much he loves his wife and blah, blah, blah. You're like, oh, my God, no, he I seems mean, so like, great. I mean, like, total dreamboat. Seems so great. He loves his wife. What a novelty. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, like, he got ripped for Marvel. And I think that maybe they were fil- – well, they started filming this – in January 2019. So I guess this is this was likely before he started fil- filming for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember when exactly he got hot, but you can tell it's like it's happening. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> I just remember he was on Armchair Expert for the first time. and I know, because Dax is so horny for, like, hot bods. Well, they were, like, talking about it because Kamal is too, and it was before he got ripped, and Monica made a comment, like, next time you're on, maybe you'll be ripped, and then he gets really ripped, and then Dax, they, like, do, like, an update on the podcast about, like, oh, my God, did you see those pictures Kumail posted? <laughs> he came back with Rob McElhenney just to talk about men's bodies. Anywho. Okay, so I was watching uh, Mythic Quest, and Rob McElhenney's, like, still very ripped from when he got really ripped for Sunny, and I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone, like, goes from, like, I mean, Rob McElhenney had gotten, like, you know, pretty big for Sunny like as a joke and then like got really buff for Sunny as a joke the I guess and I'm just ball. like I don't understand Can you imagine like <laughs> I don't understand I think it'd be really funny Seems if exhausting. I put on a lot of weight <laughs> it's like oh like the, the that's fucking... like honestly such a Hollywood thing to think is to be like think how crazy it would be <laughs> yeah well and I love that like Caitlin Olsen just like has no patience for it because that was part of, like, both of the times he's yeah. been on Armchair <laughs> Expert. And Caitlin Olsen's also been on, too. And she's just like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I literally don't care about your macros. Like, I don't care how much you bed press. <laughs> like, you're insufferable. I get it. And I'm like... But, like, people who, like, have who like have that much control over, like, their diet and their exercise to the point where it's, like, hours and hours of their day, like, how would you not talk about it? Like, you would. Oh, of course. If I'm counting calories, I'm insufferable. Yeah. And it's, like, barely, barely a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has Richard Madden, did he get ripped for the Marvel movie? Richard Madden's already hot, and, like, I'm sure he did. I'm certain he's even more ripped i think it was just we more haven't dramatic even talked about Camille, the like, fact that richard madden normal. has a new richard madden is, quote is a, <laughs> a pal a pal quote unquote a pal <laughs> richard madden's quarantining in amelia clark's mansion with teen wolf actor i can't remember finn something it's finroy or something ridiculous oh it is something like finroy that's not it that can't be yes, right but it, it is something froy froy it's froy like troy but with an f whatever <laughs> it's, it's just so ridiculous froy i'm looking up what his full name is because it's just something 
stupid. Uh, the media's absolute, <laughs> like, absolutely confidently <laughs> being coy about Richard Madden, you know, it's, being in a gay relationship very clearly. <laughs> anyway, it's not important. We don't need to talk about Richard Madden and how goddamn sexy he is. <laughs> yes. Can you tell we've passed the hour? I'm off the leash. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts about... Oh, I we watched um, Rocket Man this weekend. Oh yeah, that was another movie we watched. And I think it's gonna be a long time. Oh, since so good. Uh, Roy, we did not watch Rocket Man, but in a way, I'm always watching Rocket Man when I close my eyes. Oh my god, you're so humble. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that. His name is Froylin, for starters. Froylin, but he goes by Froy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry. <laughs> so stupid. Um, Freud. Oh my God. Do we have anything else we want I, to say? And about? I watched. I watched Teen Wolf. Well, and speaking of Teen Wolf, a huge weekend for Dylan O'Brien, <gasps> who did a who did a cover. I guess Andrew? a reenactment of. Eduardo Saverin's uh, iconic, iconic speech in the social network. And I will say, I bet he gets rolls off this. Oh, my God. That was huge. I bet there are people who are like, remember Dylan O'Brien? This was pretty impressive. Maybe we should cast him in something. I That's what not I like, happening. isn't he in, like, the Maze Runner movies or something? <laughs> yes, he's, of course, he's the lead in the Maze Runner movies. I read all those books, and there will never be vehicle. a last movie. But, uh, I mean, My favorite thing about all books. of that is that Andrew Garfield <laughs> texted Lin-Manuel Miranda to be like, hey, I saw this video. Can you tell them I thought it was really great? And everyone on Twitter was like, why did he text you? Lin-Manuel Miranda does seem like he knows a lot of people. Of course. Everyone wanted Hamilton Mulaney? Did you watch the John Mulaney SNL monologue where he talks about Lin-Manuel Miranda? So John Mulaney, don't roll your eyes at me. I know we're at past the hour mark, but don't roll your eyes at me. He, John Mulaney had like a Make-A-Wish kid and was taking them around the set of SNL. Mm-hmm. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda was there and the, the kid starts freaking out. And he's like, oh, you want me to introduce you to Lin? And he's like, I've never met Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I just felt like I could introduce the kid to Lin-Manuel Miranda. And so he introduced them. And then afterward, the girl was like, I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if I should say this. And John Mulaney's like, you can say anything. Thing. it doesn't matter and she goes Lin-Manuel Miranda was my first choice <laughs> anyway it's better when John Mulaney does it but it seems like Lin-Manuel Miranda is like around yeah well you know he just seems like a joy too it's just kind of funny that like maybe Andrew Garfield and him became buddies when Emma Stone was doing Cabaret in New York on Broadway who knows mm-hmm. um it was just like that video was really great and I love Sarah Ramos I Mm-hmm. Really had only seen her in I can also see. I can also see this is how I would do it if I was Lamarell Miranda. Hamilton was like the hottest ticket in town for yeah, years. Yeah, literally every and every time probably wanted a ticket. That's what I'm saying. Every time a celebrity wanted a ticket, I'd be like, yes, but now you have to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to be my friend. Isn't he now good friends with Ben Schwartz? Friend. I feel like everyone's friends with Lamarell Miranda. I know. He's the ticket. I'll think about it. I think that they are good friends. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is 
Oh, let me see. I might be remembering this wrong. I think he is. He's on a Jake and Amir episode. And Ben Schwartz is famously on a lot of Jake and Amir episodes. I think that they're good friends. I've seen it on Twitter, Twitter interactions of the two. That's what I'm saying, though. Everyone is. Um, but, yeah, great video. I I really like Dylan O'Brien. So, you know, I hope me he too. gets some good I think roles. he's cute. Let's give, him a, let's give him something good. And I think he did really well with the it scene. It was so good. It was <laughs> so, so good. spot on and so perfect. And then I'm like, God, this movie fucks. It's so good. The, I know. It's so annoying. And it's so scrapped. annoying to see a, a clip from the social network and be like, God damn, I cannot watch the social network. I have things to do today. That's like all of the tweets and everyone watching Titanic last night. I'm like, Titanic right. is such a good movie. Do I need to dedicate three hours of my life to watching it today? Maybe. Probably. Yes. I just spend 99% of my life being angry at James Cameron and the other 1% I'm watching Titanic and I'm like, God damn, is there anything better though? <laughs> Titanic. No. I, it just, it's unbeatable, unsinkable. <laughs> unsinkable. It's so good. So good. Uh, so really we've gone through it all from bras to Titanic right. and everything. We thought this would be a short episode. And to be fair, we did only talk about the lovebirds for like 15 minutes. Yeah. what <laughs> I would say lovebirds. I give it like a three and a half. Um, yeah. It's like a totally serviceable comedy. I'm happy to watch it more I than guess, most things. I guess like if we're going to compare it to like movies I've seen in theaters, it's probably better than that last Christmas movie that we watched. Oh. God, Last Christmas was such garbage. It was not good. But I did like see Last Christmas at like an early screening. I saw it at it. And it's like, I always like, with something like this, I'm like, would I pay to see this? Yeah, I would say, well, really, any Emma Thompson movie that came out last year, this was probably better than because also the Mindy Kaling movie, didn't really love that one all that much. I'd maybe say this was better. That that was just confusing. I will say Hugh Dancy is hot. Hugh Dancy is hot. Uh, he looks very charming. And apparently he's, like, very nice. You know what? That Scottish singer kind of looks like Hugh Dancy. It's the jaw, I'd say. It's the jaw. I'd say he's still All handsome a little people kind of look similar. Uh, Cordova Don't Street. say it. Don't. <laughs> I will hang up on you. Like, I, I, could, I could be doing other things. It's late here. I could go to bed mm. and not think about Cordova Street. <laughs> I'll go to bed thinking about dated Emma Watson. (laughs) Yes. And everyone was like, why? And I was like, bananas. I was, I understand he's like, went to Disneyland together. Or was that Emma Roberts? (laughs) Ew. He famously dated Emma Roberts too. And Taylor Swift. I mean, he Uh. just like really just like hangs out with the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. uh, Maybe not. Maybe. I know Corey Monteith was rumored to have dated Taylor Swift, but. I feel like Taylor Swift's kind of rumored to be date to date everyone. Cordover Street. Yeah, no, I they do went understand. To like a basketball I think he's cute together. Or Ugh, something. It's like too Aryan for me. <laughs> like, no, thank oh, you. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, on that note, um, I think we Lumpers, wrap it up. <laughs> how many stars did you, would you give it? I think I gave it three. High fidelity. Like, how not many a waste stars of my time. did you give it? If you were grading uh, TV shows. You're not um, finished with oh, it yet, but I mean, I haven't finished, but it's like definitely a four for sure. It's great. It's great. Uh, I I haven't finished yet. I loved it. I'm gonna hang up and finish it tonight. I'm so excited for you. Uh, do you have any other recommendations? I liked Mythic Quest. If anyone is still on Apple TV, I used my one week free trial <laughs> to watch all of Mythic Quest, and they did a quarantine episode. And I feel like a lot of people are doing like quarantine 
like reunions or something yeah. like that and they basically like scripted a whole episode and it was like not a reunion or anything it was and I think they Teen shot Wolf it like almost like a real a episode quarantine reunion <laughs> if you want to get oh on God. that is tyler i can never pronounce his name hoochland hooklin i will watch that though if we can see like Froy's background you know like is he gonna be zooming in from <laughs> amelia clark's hollywood mansion i just need to know uh, we all do <laughs> yeah but anyway um mythic quest i thought it was entertaining it's like kind of like workplace comedy but uh they work at a video game yeah i got a switch this year so i'm, I'm a gamer now when he was on armchair uh, <laughs> expert i thought it's because I guess maybe it was he was promoting that, and I think Kumail might have been promoting the Lovebirds, but it was mostly them promoting mm-hmm. their really s- sleek physique. Them all getting hot bods. Yeah, and uh, when Rob, Th- I think I like Rob McElhenney. I thought you almost said when Rob Thomas. I think you were going to say when Rob <laughs> talked, but it, you said Rob Ta, and I'm like smooth. <laughs> or the creator of Veronica Mars. Isn't his name also Rob Thomas? Uh, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Anywho, I thought that it looked interesting. This is a cool, normal one. My recommendation was going to be High Fidelity. I'll keep that. And I had a very relaxing weekend, so I'll recommend unplugging. Well, not really unplugging, because I was still using my phone and shit. I was going to say you were, like, Instagramming, like, pretty regularly. Taking some time away. (laughs) Anywho. Anywho. Guess that's it. You did, like, not respond to my text for four hours, and I was like, is she mad at me? <laughs> no, you were just making chicken parm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Good recipe takes a long time. <laughs> all right. Okay. Till next time. Uh, that's all I have. <laughs> oh, that's it? That's it. Is that enough? Do you think we you think we covered the ground? Do you want to hear? I'm just going to talk for a few more seconds so that we get to 112. Okay. Well, with the music, we're probably good. Okay. And <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com. 